0: What's going on, Walking Dead fans? We hope you are ready for some Walking Dead because we've got a double feature tonight. We're covering episodes four and five of season 10, The Walking Dead. Hilltop and Lydia are being attacked. Negan saves the day and then escapes. Brandon is a, is a psychopath. Ezekiel is hiding a secret. And Kelly is in danger. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got our favorite segments. Don't click away.
1: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the
2: ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. <laughs>
0: What's going on, Walking Dead fans? Hello, I'm up? joined by an amazing panel tonight. We, we are back. very, very excited oh, to yeah. be here talking about The Walking Dead. Like I said, you guys, we're doing two episodes because unfortunately, because of the California fires that we've got going on, we missed last week. So we are here covering two episodes tonight. We know that you are very, very excited to talk about the latest one, but we do want to share our thoughts of the previous week's episode. So we're going to get into it. I've got a beautiful panel. I've got April Wissenhant with me tonight. Oh, hey, everybody. And Sir Benny James over there. What's Benny Adams, guys? sorry. I
2: like that. Are You like oh, Benny James. James?
0: Benny, I don't know why I was like. I know your Benny middle J. name is Jay, yeah, so I was yeah. like
2: Benny. It's, it's John. It's oh, John. well,
0: I'm gonna Close. say James from now on. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why Benny not? Adams is over there on the corner. I am Timothy Michael. We're very excited to talk. About the Walking Dead tonight. Oh yeah. Um, like I said, guys, we've got our special segments. We've got our news and gossip later on, which Benny's going to handle, and we've got some predictions headed your way. But first, we want to share you guys share some photos with you guys that we took. We've got our promo photos from two weeks ago. <laughs> this is one of them. I'm sure you guys all recognize what we would try to, um, you know, emulate. Re- emulate, replicate, whatever word you want to use. Uh, this is our promo shot that we're going to be using from now on, and then we've got another one. Um, famously uh maggie rick daryl and glenn was in that photo so Aww. we don't have the side by sides but i'm sure if you are walking dead fans you know what those photos are we are oh. very excited to have those so Absolutely. look forward to those every week you guys yeah. i was um, so
1: excited to take those we those all were so fun. excited to we take were those. we had a lot of fun taking yeah. those. We, yeah. did.
0: <laughs> we did um so let's dive into it shall we guys so uh, episode four silence the whisperers um hilltop is under attack what was your overall thoughts on uh episode four
1: For me, um, not to take away from the rest of the stuff that happened in the episode or any characters, of course, Mm -hmm. um, I have, like, two major takeaways from that episode. And I thought it was good, but I just thought the very important thing that happened, obviously, is everything with Negan. And maybe I'm saying that more so because of the episode that we saw last night. Um, But I thought I was a little bit like, oh, I don't really need all of this other stuff. I just liked basically what happened at the end. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, you know, the special little, they had all these, like, sweet moments where everyone's having dinner together. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, of course, I always like seeing my crew. And we have this special moment between Judith and Michonne. Um, I thought that one, uh, yeah, good. But, like, I was like, I can maybe have not watched the rest and just watched, like, those few moments that we really, really needed.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually really liked it. I really liked how we saw this side of Negan who, you know, he's still trying to show that he's a changed man. He's trying to, you know, help people out and be that better person. And it really just made me think, you know, is Negan, who's the real bad guy here? Is it Negan or is it these people who are causing these tru- this trouble for Negan. Yeah, I
0: really enjoyed the episode. I'm going to agree with the both of you. I mean, the whole Negan storyline is what we've been craving for, mm-hmm. so the writers are definitely giving that to us, but there were other moments in the episode that I liked. Let's dive into it. Yes. To be on specifics, the Hilltop attack. I really like this because we've seen the Whisperers, you know, do little things to Alexandria mm-hmm. and not anything to attack Hilltop yet, so I didn't enjoy it per se that they're attacking Hilltop, but I liked that they're showing us that they're not forgetting about the other community, that they are going full force on all right. of the communities and how the whispers are a continued threat to all of our groups. Right. Not just Alexandria. Did
1: y'all automatically think that it was the Whispers or did you think that it was an accident?
0: No, I thought it was an accident. At I first. thought it was an accident also. Yeah. yeah. I knew
1: it was the Whispers. Because
0: like I said, they didn't really show them attacking Hilltop. They've only been showing them focused on Alexandria. Right. And furthermore, I, I don't understand why they keep attacking our group. Like we, you know, gave you guys what you wanted. We gave you the land that, right. you know, after we crossed your border, we were sorry. And then now you keep attacking us and it's like, over and over and over again. It's like, well, why are we giving you anything? Why are we giving what you want if you're just going to continue attacking us? But
1: that's that's why we had that conversation between Michonne and Judith. And, you know, we're obviously talking about this episode as if we don't know what happened in episode five. Right. But when, you know, they have the conversation of where she's talking about the bullies, she's like, sometimes there are bullies that you can deal with and you can, you know, leave them alone, it's fine, whatever. But then sometimes people start to take and take and take mm-hmm. and you know at this point they have the distress call from oceans maybe not actually anyway um <laughs> but it, and that's what obviously they're doing a lot of foreshadowing yeah. now we have to wonder like why do the whisperers care at this point because which we've kind of touched on a little bit before but like is it just about lydia at this point but like obviously they're not gonna leave them alone and they're doing it in the right way a mm-hmm. little bit at a, mm-hmm. at a time is what drives people the most crazy yeah
2: and alpha did say a couple of episodes ago to beta that they were gonna pay and she's showing that you know she's still this strong person that people need to fear and i think that's why she's doing this she wants to prove a point to not only to them but to her people as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that they continue these attacks because of Lydia. I feel like Alpha definitely has a chip on her shoulder, and I mean, as long as Lydia stays with this group, they will continuously be in danger. Yeah. But then there's that whole conversation with Michonne and Daryl talking about Lydia, which we're gonna get to. Um, but I definitely think Lydia has a lot to do with why these conti- these attacks continue. continue to happen. Yeah. Um, speaking of Michonne, her and Ezekiel share a little kiss.
1: So I am so happy we finally get this <laughs> yeah. because people have been just going hard yeah. like how dare they have Shone and Ezekiel kiss. It's it's because it's because they're both black. It's this, this, this. and I'm like, oh, that's just like people joking obviously. Yeah. Um, or I assume they're joking anyway. Um, but I'm like, oh, it was so nothing. So ha 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 yeah. to everyone out there who thought it was like yeah. something else because we should know that yeah. like it wasn't going to be anything. But I was like this moment between them it was it was actually ended up being kind of like a sweet moment not in like a romantic way but just the fact that she had clearly like just saved his life, yeah. obviously.
2: And it's so funny because she was like, you know, it, it never would have worked out anyway. Yeah, Both yeah. Of us are just too stubborn. And I love that part. I She's love like, how that. Made wasn't, fun of that me.
1: wasn't so good, right there. He's like, I wasn't on my best game.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, really quick spoiler alert, guys.
0: Those of you who read the comic books, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, spoiler alert. um Michonne and Ezekiel spoiler have a very, alert. very complex spoiler. love story in the comics. Yes. Oh. So I think this is their Angela King, who's the showrunner, her nod to that relationship. Oh. But like you said, April, the the show always veers off from the comic books mm-hmm. and I'm glad that they didn't make that a huge thing. Yeah. Right. In my eyes, I liked how they made it in more of like a grieving moment where, mm-hmm. you know, Michonne lost Rick and she we had a little bit of insight to how she's feeling about that when they had their conversation and obviously Ezekiel's lost the kingdom, Henry, Carol, like he's lost so much yeah. over mm-hmm. the past year. So I like that they made it more of like a, oh, that was just a mistake because we're both grieving rather right. than an actual thing.
1: Right. And and I mean, like I like the, I didn't know that about the comic book. So that's amazing Mm -hmm. to hear that about their relationship, but it's kind of funny how they'll do things like, Oh, this could happen. And maybe people think it's that going to go that way. And then they're like, no.
0: Yeah, what I loved about the the whole Ezekiel uh, the whole Ezekiel Machon conversation is that when they were joking about it and they were like, you know, maybe in another universe, and yeah. I just thought that, that was funny because I'm like, in the comic book right. universe, so they cool. are. So I thought that was kind of cool. Pretty awesome. Um, let's talk about Negan and Lydia really quick. Yeah, so they're pretty much bonding over the fact that they're both outcasts here at Alexandria, and we see early on in the episode Lydia being mocked made fun of by Gage's Gage's group and his friends, Mm -hmm. who Henry was also friends with, and I thought that it was a little unfair of what they were doing to her, because everybody coming into Alexandria has a story. Everybody has had to do something that they either regretted, or that they weren't really on board for, to survive. Mm -hmm. How did you guys feel about the the way that they were treating Lydia?
2: Obviously I thought it was messed up how they were treating her, but at the same time, I got where they were coming from i yeah. didn't agree with it but i got where they were coming from because mm-hmm. they were good friends with with henry yeah. and good friends with a lot of the people who were died by the hands of alpha and her people mm-hmm. um which is a pretty big deal you know their their whole world was pretty much shocked after mm-hmm. that so I can, I can see why they have some resentment towards her, even though she wasn't the person responsible for doing that. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think that in this situation, I, I started wondering, I'm like, why have we never seen this before in the show? We've had plenty of villains. Why is this, you know, has, has this not been a thing? And it's like, well, because there have been the villains but they haven't had to live with someone directly involved in that situation before. After the fact, sure, with the people from the sanctuary, and we all saw how that turned out. (laughs) Um, But, uh, like, it's like Lydia just... And she's a kid. I mean, she's a teenager, but, like, she's a kid. So these people being mean to her she has all of these you know different people coming at her basically like kill them with kindness ignore them and like they're not allowing themselves to be ignored so then she takes the hard route and puts the animal on the table which i was like well that was dumb that wasn't a good move to do lydia really i i I was well mainly because i was grossed out because i for some reason i tend to eat every time i watch this show Same same here i was like I could deal without that. Um, I don't but, know. I'm
0: a petty person, so I was all for it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, mean, I yes. kind of <laughs> show the way you could
1: do. I kind of too, but I was like, it's just there doesn't seem to be. I, I I didn't think that it was a smart move, but also I I don't think that ignoring them was is a smart move or like killing them with kindness. She, there's no perfect thing for her to do yeah. so it's like she can't leave she does want to be there but does she want to be there so of course she's going to find kind of solace in Negan who like Negan technically needs a friend too Yeah. yeah. Um, I also thought it was probably even more difficult Like at the beginning when um, everyone's making fun of Lydia and like Aaron during their training and like Aaron doesn't really say anything yeah. he just lets it happen mm-hmm. so like even some of the adults obviously are not very comfortable with her being there
0: which I completely don't I don't understand that. It's like mm-hmm. having a teacher and seeing students be bullied. Like whether you agree with, you know, the student or not, yeah. That no no child should be treated like that. And there is a saying, you know, you you fear what you don't understand. And right. I feel like that definitely goes for this episode toward Lydia. I feel like if they took the time to kind of get to know her and and ask her, you know, how she ended up where she was. I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen in, in the flashbacks and stuff like that. You know, her mother pretty much manipulated her in her entire life, yeah, and into being where she was and in the situation that they were in yeah. so I don't think that it's fair for them to treat her this way on top of her being a child.
1: Well, she can't be held accountable for the actions of her parents. Like, obviously, she was a part of it at some point, but because she was a child, she yeah. was forced to be a part of it. Yeah. Um. But she's just not handling it in the right way, but guess what? That's what a product of trauma does. Yeah. They're They're not really going to handle stuff in the best
2: way. And I think just for the people there, it's just the reason why they're acting like this is because it's just every time they see her, it's a reminder. Like Carol, mm-hmm. she every time she sees Lydia, it's a reminder of yeah. Of henry so every time they see her they get this this rush of emotion this rush of hate this rush of like all these terrible things that happened
0: yeah well speaking of the rush of hate did you guys anticipate this attack on lydia or were you caught by surprise
1: i definitely caught by surprise yeah. i didn't i mean like i, I get it or once it started happening i was like oh of course um because she made them look stupid you mm. know at the at the lunch thing um but i was i was just surprised because i was like ultimately y'all are kids this is a kid i mean the one girl who ended up dying um she was not necessarily a kid she was a bit older obviously but Mm -hmm. it was just a little intense and i'm like there are people all around watching you know you're on alert right now you're gonna get caught
0: yeah were you guys surprised by the whole negan coming in and saving the day
1: no, but no. I loved it. Yeah, I, I because as soon as I saw that they were like in the the laundry area, I was like, "Oh, Negan's gonna like figure this out and come out and help her." Hmm. So to see him—have we ever seen Negan like other than Judith, of course, save a person? I mean, kind of, but did not ever in this sort Carl of
2: way at any point.
1: Because um, I know he, he had didn't a really...
2: kill Carl, right? A times. We we made right. that very clear in this episode. That yeah. I, well, in the next episode, yeah. I know because I know he had a really close relationship with Carl. But did he ever save?
1: Well, he didn't. I don't, he uh, he wasn't an
0: active threat toward yeah. Carl. Like he wouldn't. He would have never hurt Carl. Right. But what about
1: the chopping of the arm. Well, well. Mm. <laughs> I guess the, I feel
0: like that was more geared toward Rick yeah, and what Rick's behavior was, not really toward Carl. Right. I don't. that just in my opinion.
1: Yeah. No. Most definitely. of yeah.
0: course. But he would have never killed no, Carl. Right, like, right. like he would have hurt him, but not like killed him. Yeah. Clearly, but
1: I didn't think. Uh, uh, even after Negan, you know, accidentally kills this girl, I didn't think that he was gonna get in trouble for it. Like really? I was, I was like, oh, obviously he was helping her, and that was a mistake. Mm. You know, I mean, I didn't think that. I thought that the other people maybe would stand up for. It. They don't really know him, you know, the other people that are there. Um, and then I was glad actually to see Daryl and Michonne be like, okay, we're doing the right thing. I actually think he's on the right side of this. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I knew that... I had a feeling that they were going to blame... That the other people were going to blame Negan well, for it. Of course. It, yeah. I
0: felt the same way. I mean, they're looking for a scapegoat, whether it be Lydia or Negan. They're mm-hmm. just looking for somebody to blame for yeah. everything that's going on with them. I didn't think that Nikki was going to disappear.
1: I didn't either. And I wanted to ask y'all, do you think when Gabriel came to his house that he was, or to where he's staying in the cell, did y'all think he was coming to be like, okay, you're dead? Or, okay, you're going to be, like, fine?
0: No, I thought he was going there to talk to him and try to get a a more, you know, clearer understanding of what happened that night to, you know, make a decision on his vote. okay. I didn't think that he was going there to actually make a decision because at that point they didn't, they hadn't made a decision.
1: Well, right. I thought it was in my mind, I was like, oh, it's the next day he's made his decision, he's going to tell him. So, mm-hmm. like, someone, you know, he's got, he got away. Um, I'm in chat right now reading everything y'all are saying, of course, and I can't find it right at the moment, but someone says that they think that Carol left oh. Megan out because really? they want to, you know, she knows that he's one of the only ones that can, like, basically go rogue and maybe join the whisperer yeah
0: no that's a good prediction i mean (laughs) i we love you guys in chat i mean and april's on the chat so we're gonna do some shout outs in a second but i didn't even think that carol was the one who who did it i honestly thought it was lydia i did too until daryl had that conversation with her and then i was like oh i guess she it wasn't her right but she took the blame for it anyway
1: yeah she doesn't care (laughs) she has
0: nothing left to lose exactly (laughs) she has nothing left to lose uh any last thoughts on this episode Episode four? I like how it's it transitioned us to five. I yeah. like that, which is exactly why I wanted to cover it, because now we're going to get into episode five. Before we get there, you guys, I'm going to shoot it over to Benny for a few
2: words. Yeah, we're here at After Buzz TV. Just want to thank you guys for making us an ESPN a TV talk. And in order for us to grow, we need your help. So if you're on iTunes right now, go ahead and give us a five star. If you're on YouTube, go ahead and give us a thumbs up. Working at AfterBuzz means so much to us, and we just want to continue to learn and grow and give you guys good content.
0: Yeah. We love you guys. I mean, like I said, April's in the chat right now. Um, she's going to do some shout-outs in a second, but we wouldn't be doing the show without you guys. We love communicating with you. We love interacting with you all. Um, April, some shout-outs.
1: Y'all, we have everybody in chat. Y'all are giving it to us. Michael Esparza, Toes Girls, JJ. Um, if Shiva didn't stop him, JJ says, he would have <laughs> killed Carl. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe in Vlogs, Aaron's angle. He wants to show that they're not bad. You know. Yeah. They, a lot of y'all in there, so what's up? Thank you guys Thanks so for much. And us.
0: thank you for bearing with us for doing two episodes tonight, you guys. I know you guys want to move on to episode five, which is what we are going to do right now. Mm-hmm. So this opening shot of episode five, I really enjoyed. First of all, the soundtrack for both of these episodes was amazing. amazing. Oh my gosh. So good. We have to talk about that. That's Shazam yeah. one of those. So, <laughs> oh, so did
2: I. So did I. I, think I it was... did
1: from episode five. <laughs> did you? Okay, yeah.
0: yeah. The soundtrack is just on point, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um but we see this opening shot with Kelly. And they're kind of giving us, um, you know, back to episode one of this season where she's having some ear problems. Like mm-hmm. she's, we don't exactly know what it is yet. She's either going deaf or it's like an audit.
1: It's not, it, it seems like she's going deaf. Basically. Yeah, something
0: yeah. like that. And she's pretty much on the hunt for this uh, this pig. And she's wandering around and she obviously can't hear these walkers. She gets attacked by walkers. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much where they leave us with Kelly. Mm-hmm. Back at Hilltop, Miko is... More like a, in a leadership role, Miko mm-hmm. is the, uh, I want to say either Australian or British. I can't mm-hmm. ne- I narrow down or. the accent. She's Australian. Either or. I was going to say Australian. And we got a lot more backstory about her and Magna, yeah. which I do want to talk about. Earl and Alden are also worried that the Whisperers, their attack is going to be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. So they want to use this fallen tree in episode four uh, for weapons mm-hmm. and Miko and the group, don't, they don't agree with that. They said that they, they should use it to fortify the wall. Right. What did you think about in that situation?
1: I mean, it's like either or, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, or from what we think we know anyway, the Whisperers don't really have many weapons. Mm. They literally use walkers mm-hmm. as their weapons. Um, obviously, they you know, they can make easily knives and whatever, spears. Um, but... Are, I feel like if you don't fortify the wall and if you don't, you know, build the wall back up, people yeah, just going to keep gonna on coming again. in. Yeah. So, like, you have to do that, right? That's Otherwise, are point. you leaving Hilltop? Or, yeah. Is this a thing, like, where they're going to say, okay, let's bring everyone together at Alexandria because Hilltop can't be sustained anymore because there are these two massive holes in the wall? Um. But also they need weapons. Yeah. So... I'm a little torn, obviously.
2: I feel like they have enough weapons. I think making more weapons is not the best idea because they have weapons now. What good has that... that How has that helped them with the whispers, you know? So, like, protect yourself. Build that wall and... Make sure they don't come and kill you. Yeah, I, <laughs>
1: listen to Eugene. Yeah, rebuild that wall. Yeah. Yes,
0: listen to Eugene. Eugene's the smartest one out of everybody. Right. So not only are we dealing with this whole wall collapse, but we're also dealing with thefts at Hilltop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we've pretty much established that early on in the episode. Miko goes and questions Magna. Mm-hmm. So already early on, they're establishing this you know tumultuous relationship between the two ladies. Mm-hmm. Now in the f- episode four, we had this really steamy sex scene between Magna and Miko, which caught me by surprise because I didn't know that they were that intimate.
1: I knew that they were together, so I'm just not used to seeing sex scenes on the show, but I liked it. Very true. I mean, we (laughs) saw
0: the Rick and Michonne sex scene like two seasons ago or last season. But this season, I was like, okay, there's a little lesbian sex scene going on. I'm here (laughs) for it. I'm here for for them exploring people's sexuality on this show because, I mean, Magna is clearly bisexual. We've established that. Um, And I like her and Miko together because I didn't really get any kind of sexual vibes from Miko at the time. And now that she's with Magna, I kind of like it. Yeah.
1: I also, I really like their story. And just like you said, I know we'll talk about it, but their background and kind of it makes a lot more sense with their dynamic. Magna's always been kind of this like hard character ever Mm -hmm. since we met her. Um, So, you know, whenever it... At first, I was like, oh, why are you looking at her that way when y'all are talking about the supplies being stolen? Like, Mm. obviously, I would assume that it was someone else. So now that we actually got to learn... Um, you know, that's a tough dynamic to come from. Like, someone being your former lawyer, for yeah. committing a crime, and then now, mm-hmm. you know, they look at you a certain way still.
0: I mean, let's talk about that, because, I mean, we learn a lot, like I said, about Magna. She, her cousin was apparently killed by some guy, and she right. took revenge, because that's what Magna would do. Yeah. Right. Um, You know, zombie apocalypse or not, she's pretty hardcore before and after. Mm-hmm. And, and then we find out that Mika was her lawyer, like you said, April, which took me by surprise, because I a lawyer surviving yeah. in the zombie like it, <laughs> it makes sense. Like it makes sense with her like going and taking more of like a leadership role yeah. at Hilltop, which makes sense for a, a lawyer to do. Um, but surviving through all of this,
2: I don't think that
1: she would be able to do it without Magna. I, I highly doubt it. Like, I mean. No, go for it. I, I was just going to... Like, you know, people have a very specific set of skills that they're really good mm-hmm. at, but maybe she could have been in the woods on the weekend. So who knows? <laughs> that's true. I don't that's know. true. I
2: just, I just don't see her as a lawyer in the past life. I think that's why I was caught off guard so much. Like, she just doesn't come off as, like, the lawyer type. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, I agree with that, too. I want to talk about... Uh, Daryl, Connie and Kelly. So mm-hmm. Daryl and Connie, they go out looking for Kelly after they find out that she's not with the group. And Daryl sh- shares this really not emotional but heartfelt story about Merle because it's always nice when they talk about past characters mm-hmm. that you know we grew to love. And we find that you know Daryl has always played this bigger brother role in their relationship even though he was the younger brother. Right. And what I love about it is that because he has this conversation with Connie, it more like fortifies their relationship and where I think the writers are going there was like some handholding, there was some deep conversations mm-hmm. between the two of them. I want to know if you guys think that they're they're moving toward more of like a relationship role for those two characters.
2: I don't think so because we've mm-hmm. seen this before with Daryl. We saw this with him and Beth before Beth met met her demise. You know, they kind of had like this flirtatious thing or we thought it was a flirtatious thing. And I think it's more of just people that he looks out for. I think there's a special connection, but I don't think it goes it's going to go as far as a relationship. Hmm.
1: I think it will. Really? I I agree with you in the sense, obviously we've seen him, you know, have these special connections with other people that he does protect and I I already have gotten that vibe from the two of them. Mm -hmm. But we, I don't think we've seen like Daryl in my opinion, actively like flirt with somebody. And I feel like he's actually, like, he is learning to speak sign language yeah, so that he can talk to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daryl is a busy man. He's got a lot of other stuff going on. Yeah. And he's going out of his way to do this. I've never seen, you know, we've seen, like, the hugs and whatever. I've never seen Daryl, like, grab someone's hand and touch them. Or I don't know if she she grabbed his hand or whatever. But um, Well, he let her. I- yes. If
0: that was the case. He <laughs> let her.
1: Exactly. But I think that they're showing us that for a reason. Yeah. I-, I think they are taking Daryl out of the asexual realm.
0: I agree with you but
1: it also could they could be doing that because you know they tend to give us a little something something and then devastate us true and what would be devastating true doing that to daryl again right
0: well i'm excited to see where that goes so not only did daryl and connie go after kelly but magna we find out shows up as well Mm -hmm. we find out that she's the one who's responsible for stealing the supplies from hilltop because she had a secret stash just in case things went down at hilltop which in my mind is smart very smart and this is the you know the debate between Miko and Daryl like Miko was like you know is it was, it, it was a mistake yeah you know Daryl was like you know it's selfish because we put our necks out for you uh i want to know very quickly what your thoughts were would do you thought it, did you think it was smart did you think that mm, no
1: I mean, it's smart. You know, I feel like I'm surprised Daryl hasn't done the same thing for himself. Mm. Um, But also, at this point, I'm on Daryl's side here. Like, you have done all of this this stuff that we did not need to for you. We're coming after your people. We're helping your people in so many ways. And I understand that you are worried that something could go awry, especially with everything that's going on. But what about the other people there? Like, it's at the point they've been together this long. They need to be sharing and sticking together in yeah. that moment. I just I definitely ended up being like, "Oh, yeah. Selfish selfish biatch move right there."
2: Yeah. Mm, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> oh, <maybe. laughs> I thought it was a smart move. Like, yeah. you know, you're you're under attack by these people that you're clearly not really winning against, yeah. you know. They they have the upper hand against you. So yeah, like she wants, she's looking out for herself. She wants to survive, and you—the thing you have to do in this world is survive. Yeah,
1: no, not as she's not as connected to the group, obviously. Yes, but
0: speaking in those terms, Benny, I completely agree with you. I think that it was a smart move to start doing that because if these people are attacking you and Hill and Hilltop does fall at least you got something for you and your group, like a smaller group. Uh, So I thought thought it was a smart move as well. I want to talk about Ezekiel and Sadiq really quick because Mm -hmm. we found out a bombshell in this episode concerning Ezekiel. He's pretty much dying.
1: Yeah, he has thyroid cancer. He has
0: thyroid cancer, which caught me by surprise. I don't know about you guys. I mean, he's definitely,
1: they've been making him look ill the past couple of episodes, I thought. So I definitely, I was like, something's up with him. I think it's more than just depression. But, and Mm -hmm. then I don't know, something in last week's episode, I was like, why does he have this scarf on covering his whole... I, I genuinely, you I did. was like, that's weird. I didn't even
2: realize a scarf Neither did I this episode. Yeah,
1: but yeah. I didn't. I, I wasn't like, oh, he has thyroid cancer. I was just like, why is he wearing this scarf thing?
0: Well, what's really sad about it is that he can't even face Carol to tell her. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if it was because he doesn't want to give her more heartbreaking news or it's because over the past year they've been separated and he doesn't feel a connection to her. Or I, What do you guys think?
1: I think it's more about he knew... It was like hearing she was safe... I don't want to tell her this, you know, he hasn't spoken to her in forever. He says, and like, just kind of giving her that news is like you said, another devastation.
2: Yeah. I think it's because he, he sees that Carol, that they're not on the same page anymore. She doesn't really have those same feelings. If he did tell her, uh, that he has this disease, she would come back to him and she would, you know, feel sorry for him. But, that would be the only reason right. she wouldn't be there because she loves him. She would be there because she, she feels sorry. bad. yeah. And she, he doesn't want that. That's yeah. a good point. I want to talk about Aaron really quick. So Aaron had this
0: moment with one of the Whisperers with in this Gamma. episode with Gamma, yeah. And we finally got to see Thora Birch's face, yes! which is nice in this episode. But we see that Alf is a lot smarter than we give her credit for. I mean, we knew that she was smart, mm-hmm. but sh- she is like next level... like just sociopath and psychotic like she will go the extra step so Aaron tries to get in with Gamma because he has an idea that hey maybe I can get an in with you Mm -hmm. know one of the whispers and that falls short because Gamma goes right back to Alpha and tells her and then Alpha lets Gamma know hey maybe we can like Use this situation with Aaron and get away in with mm-hmm. that group.
1: The, what I think is, I, I totally agree. Alpha is much smarter than we've given her credit for. But I'm like, do you think that they aren't smart mm. enough to think of that? Like she's just thinking, oh, they took Lydia in, whatever. Yeah. But like, I don't think. I think Aaron is going to be like, if she, if this person is get, getting too close to me, I think he could potentially use that in a way to actually turn the whole thing around on them.
2: Yeah. That's exactly. a really, I didn't even think about that, but I think that's actually what he's doing. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. actually trying to get that in and get her to trust him. Yeah. So, oh, that's I'm so cool. interested
0: to see where it goes. I yeah. mean, I don't, I would like to see Gamma kind of turn. I mean, she's having some flashbacks about her sister. Like, that was really interesting in this mm-hmm. episode. So clearly, she doesn't fully agree with
1: Alpha and her ways. Right. I can't so... believe that kind of didn't like come up. And just, you know, I was like, it's, isn't Alpha going to freak out that you accepted a cotton wrap yeah. from somebody else? Like, you're not supposed to have that kind of stuff. That doesn't go with your walker gear.
2: I'm surprised she showed it, showed it to her. I thought mm-hmm. she was always going to have, like, her, her hand hidden. Covered. Yeah. yeah.
0: Alpha's a lot more lenient with Gamma than we give her. She's, Yeah like, than she is with anybody else. I mean, we saw that with the guy who she easily killed yeah. because he questioned these, hey, should we attack them all at once or should we do these little nicks, as he mm-hmm. called it? And she was just like, nope, question, nope. and killed him. So she's definitely a lot more lenient with Gamma than anybody else in this group, and I'm yeah. excited to see where that goes. Let's talk Negan. Whew. Let's talk Negan because I know that's all that everybody's waiting for, Negan yes. and Brandon. So once again, spoiler alert, this was in the comics, you guys. Brandon is a very, very big character in the comic universe. Okay. They shortened it in this by doing it with just one episode with yeah. him and Negan. But let's just talk about the show really quick. So Negan escaped. Brandon, who is the guy, follows him. Little backstory, if you guys didn't pick it up from the episode, Brandon's dad was a former savior. Mm -hmm. And that is why he has such, like, a godlike complex toward Negan and thinking that he's, like, the end-all, be-all. The best. The best person ever. And from the get, I was like, this guy's psychotic.
1: Yeah. Did you guys Mm -hmm. think the same thing? Uh, Absolutely. One word out of his mouth, you're a psycho. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just didn't fully trust him no because it, he kept he just kept saying little things like you know w- we're all Negan or we're both Negan and just like bringing up past things and you could see in Negan's face like I'm not that guy anymore
1: yeah and I it made me so happy but what made me even happier is the fact that Brandon did exactly what I thought I would hate and brought out the leather jacket right and brought out Lucille and was I... like Aren't you happy about that? I was
2: actually happy to I see that. Really? I was really happy to see that. Because I didn't think he was like going to go back to old Negan. Yeah. Like old bad Negan. But I did think he was going to get his confidence back. His you know? power. That was, you know, his Lucille that was named after his wife. His jacket. That's what made him like such like uh, this awesome person. Yeah, but that's so... what got him in trouble in the first place.
1: It did. But he seems, I don't know what y'all think, but he seems to be... Quote unquote changed. I don't right. want to, maybe I'll kick myself in the foot for saying that later, but like, <laughs> I, I am, he put on that leather jacket at the end, and I was like, yes. This is what I'm here for. When he did that little pig, little pig, yeah. oh, I, I was it. like, I oh, loved it. obviously he did that in a very bad way the first time yeah. he did it. But I was like, I'm sick of seeing Farmer Negan. Yeah. I liked him. We still hashtag never forget and will never forget, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but we have to move on as a show. And this is where we are now. Yeah. And I loved seeing him kind of, we know he's changed. He, uh, Brandon was like, let's kill these people and steal their supplies. And he says, People are resources, which is what he used to say. But Mm -hmm. the fact that he got so upset that he smashed his face in with a rock.
0: Well, speaking of that really quick, Brandon was – he sends Brandon away, which I definitely appreciated. I didn't think that Brandon was going to come back and kill this mother and son no. duo because we had this really endearing moment of Milo, the, the, the kid, mm-hmm. and Negan on the back of the truck. I thought that was a really endearing moment when he's telling him about, you know, nut tapping. Nut tapping. I didn't know about. Uh, about I, planes, I was, about, like, oh, I I was like, okay, that's a little weird. Uh, um, I was like, I'm from New York, guys. I don't know what that is. Takes me um, back. I was like, what? Ew. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on nut, t- nut tapping if you guys didn't realize that. Um, but I like that oh moment between gosh. him and Milo and yeah. then to go into the next scene and see Brandon twist Negan's words around and think that it was a test and literally kills this <laughs> mother and son duo and then we see Negan killing him. Yeah. Which that is what I was afraid of because I feel like once you taste blood again after all this time mm-hmm. and if you think about it he bashed his head in just like he did Abraham and Glenn. Like there was a lot of just you know. Parallels. Yeah and it just made me nervous. It,
2: but,
1: may, it made me nervous as well.
2: But this time he did it for a different reason though you know he was actually trying to help these people and he killed someone who was literally a bad crazy mm-hmm. person if he would have let that guy live like who knows what he could have done
0: no i agree with you i think he definitely needed to die I just thought it would have been by, like, a walker biting him and Megan just forcing him to, like, not helping him.
1: You know what I mean? I think it was because of the, like, honestly, just the fact that it was, like, the kids. Yeah. And because, obviously, he's always had a soft spot, but he was even willing to take them back to Alexandria just as long as they didn't tell him that he's the one that brought them there. So, to kind of, us to get this little glimpse and then... uh, I don't know. Yeah. I was happy Bash just had in.
0: And then we see this ending moment between Negan and Beta. Mm-hmm. So pretty much two even though his name is Beta, it's two alpha males yeah. have this r- really weird standoff as, you know, Negan is killing these walkers and getting his frustrations out yeah. on these walkers. We see Beta and I'm excited to see where that goes. Mm-hmm. And
1: I'm so excited.
0: I don't even know where it could go. <laughs> like honestly, I'm like Beta is very very strong, but Negan is also strong and i don't know if negan is going to play it more cool and more chill or if he's just yeah. going to go like balls to the wall and he's like you know what let's just fight he's but,
2: gonna play it smart yeah hands down because beta is a very very strong character and i think negan will see that and he'll see that he needs to think with his mind instead yeah. of his bat mm-hmm. but so
1: he did that on purpose, right? He l- he lured them I out. He knew the whispers yeah, were going to come. Think so. The way that he stood up at the end mm. and was like, let's do this, or whatever he said, yeah. I think, I-, I thought y'all would think the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> same lines. <laughs> um, I thought he clearly did it on purpose to yeah. get them to come out. So that he could kind of infiltrate. I think this is Negan's move of being like, "This is the only way I'm ever truly gonna be like accepted back with my old crew is if I actually like win this for them
0: and prove to them that I, in this way, that I actually changed." That's actually really smart because I didn't think that he went out there on purpose trying to find the whispers. I just thought he was trying to get some aggression out based off of what had just happened and what he just saw.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure. Yes, that's a plus as well. But I actually think that's what he was doing because Mm. he, if he does this, then it's like. I, you know, you you don't just have to be a farmer back in Alexandria. Yeah. Maybe you could actually even be a. A, lead- yeah. a
0: leader yeah in yeah. more leadership role that's a good point um, I love you guys because you always make me think about
1: other things same
0: um, that is our review on uh, episode 4 and episode 5 you guys let us know your thoughts April is in the chat yes. we're going to do some shout outs in just a second very quick I do want to get to our favorite segments we're going to do an MVP segment mm-hmm. uh, which is our MVP of the episodes we're going to do You're the really two really episodes <laughs> uh, real MVP um, of the two episodes so it's got to be unanimous Kay. and I think I know what you guys are going to say you- Negan, yeah, right? obviously. Yeah. Negan definitely is our MVP of both episodes yeah. because he saved Lydia in episode four, and then he pretty much you know dominated dominated in episode five. So Negan is our MVP. Let us know who your yours is. Uh, let's get to our favorite kill of
2: the episode.
0: Ooh. Um, who was your favorite kill in the episode, you guys? Um we could do both episodes, episode four and five.
2: I'm gonna say when uh Negan killed um the the guy who worshipped him. Brandon Brandon. Yeah. Brandon.
1: Okay. Um my favorite kill, I don't know if y'all remember, is actually from episode four. Mm. It's where Judith and Michonne, or ah. everybody's killing walkers, whatever, and Judith and Michonne simultaneously yeah. kill yes. with their with both one. of their swords. I was like I'm here for this. I'm was so glad you brought
0: one. that up because yeah. we definitely missed that but I'm really glad you brought that up. That was amazing. an awesome moment. Yeah. yeah, She taught her well. She did. Uh, my <laughs> favorite kill would probably have to be by Negan with the barbed wire and the, the, the knife when he like decapitated the walker and oh, then yeah. stabbed him
2: He was like, getting all creative And then bash it. its
0: head in with his foot. I mean, that was pretty cool. That was amazing. So Negan's just, you know, he's just killer, you guys. Yeah. Pun intended. <laughs> uh, let's get to some news and gossip. I'm going to shoot it over to Benny.
2: Yeah, so real quick, um, Chandler Witt, Riggs, you all know him as Carl, Coral, Carl, Carl, Coral, yeah, <laughs> he's actually starting a, he started a petition for The Walking Dead to release the blooper reels.
1: Mm. Oh, that would be so yeah. amazing! Yeah, so, that would be I amazing. guess, because
2: I've never bought, like, their Blu-rays or DVDs, so I guess they've never released their blooper reels before, oh. so he, uh, he signed this, he created this petition, it has over 4,000 signatures. That's it? And, but it's a 5,000 signature goal. Oh,
1: so We will sign your petition. I'm going to yeah, sign that too. So
2: he's really down for that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm Right, exactly. I, that's
0: pretty cool. Sign guys that. who are watching, go and sign that that petition, uh, change.org. If yeah. you guys want to see the blooper reel, I think
2: that would be really cool. That'd be that'd amazing. Be really cool.
1: We'd probably cry seeing Rick, but it's fine. Oh, yeah. 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 We'd, I think we'd cry seeing a lot of people because <laughs> if, if it's a blooper reel,
0: it'd be from right. all 10 seasons. because he was talking so. about
2: from back to season one. Yeah, yeah, so we'd
0: see a lot of people. Herschel and. Beth mm-hmm. and Andrea, oh, all these people that bad. we've lost. Bad, yeah, bad, I would bad. be down
2: for that. Yeah. Um, and then one more thing. Um, so, April, you were mentioning hashtag never forget. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can never forget this because it has officially been a year since Rick was, uh-huh. uh, since he was last on The Walking Dead.
1: Benny, how are oh. you going to do we like that? His yeah. last
2: episode was season nine, episode five, what comes after oh yeah november 4th 2018 so it's crazy It's Jeez. and I, when I, yeah, read I read this right i was like has it really already been a year it's been i it's, actually it, feel
1: like it's been longer oddly enough really it i feel like, like it's, been, it's
2: been really fast literally i feel like it just happened yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so uh, a whole year. Never Something forget, never Rick. Remember. We missed you. Never yeah. forget.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, those are our news and gossip you guys. Let us know what you think. We're gonna head into predictions. Yeah, very after quickly. TV We've got two episodes of predictions to predict about. Mm-hmm. Anything from you guys.
1: I think that Negan is actually gonna do some damage with the whispers. I don't mm-hmm. think they're gonna like turn him and get him on his side. You know, if you watch the preview for the next episode, he's like going crazy and being like, "What are you talking about? I want to join y'all." Mm-hmm. Ha, ha, ha. I actually think it's gonna be like the actual real Negan redemption yeah. situation.
2: I'm uh, I'm really scared for Rosita. Because at the end we find out that she has uh she's dealing with some sickness, sickness. Yeah. yeah and so we know she's going on to this other the actors going to this other show yeah so I'm worried
0: I mean we've been talking about the downfall of alpha for so long and I don't know if it's gonna be Carol or Lydia or Nanegan yeah. there's so many so many players involved in this I'm just going to let it play out before I predict anything else because at first I thought it was going to be Lydia and then Carol and now Negan's in it I don't know who it's going to be so I want to know your thoughts you guys let us know your predictions through social media which we're going to give you guys in a second but that is our review and our predictions of everything for the last two episodes you guys we are very very excited we will be back for episode 6 next week in the meantime, let us know where the fans can find you guys.
1: Y'all can find me everywhere at April with some hand.
2: What's up, guys? You guys can find me on all social media at Benny J Adams.
0: And you guys can find me everywhere at I Am Timothy Mike. We will see you guys, like I said, next week, same day, same time.
2: Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. See you next week.